Gang, the State Trashy Tour is coming to a city near you. Stand-up comedy, plus we play a little AYG with the crowd. Shows are selling out, and you can get your tickets at rugarbage.com. See you there. Welcome to another exciting edition of Are You Garbage? The show where you find out if your favorite comedians are classy individuals or absolute trash. Now, here are your hosts, Kevin Ryan and H. Foley. Hey, everybody out there, and welcome back to everybody's new favorite podcast. This is Are You Garbage? It's that little show we sit down with your favorite comedians, and we find that if they're good to be classy, but they're just a big old piece of trash. Garbage. I'm your host, H. Foley, coming at you on a beautiful day. We're out back here at Tootie's in the new edition. She's Mm -hmm. upstairs with the girls from the book club. Okay. Bunch of nerds. Right. The hell out of my way, <laughs> sitting in a circle in the living room. Hey, beat it, four eyes. Go watch a movie. I got a you? pod to do downstairs. My co-host is coming at you from across the table. It's a family episode, just the boys, the bozos, and the homies, just the way we like it. He mm-hmm. is the CEO of Are You Garbage? International businessman. Sure. King of the boardwalk. King of the boards. The flatbread free. Also, new one, king of the burbs. Ooh. It's not bad, right? Sultan of the suburbs. All right. Where you're at. Or the Kevin James Ryan, everybody. <laughs> Big man, not quick on his feet. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in. As always, please make sure you rate, you subscribe on please. iTunes. Full video available on YouTube. As you know, those numbers are. True to roof. Then obviously the greatest, one of the greatest gosh darn websites of all time, www.patreon.com slash are you garbage. You go over there, you get all your bonus content, all mm-hmm. things AYG. Mm-hmm. We got bonus vids, tons of bonus vids, tour life stuff, mm-hmm. road vlogs, all mm-hmm. over, car pods, everything you need's over there, gang. Hard feelings, check it the frick out. The hit of the season, that hard feelings. It is, and then we also have areyougarbage.com. Ooh. You go over there, and you get all the tickets to the Stay Trashy Tour, sure. which are limited in some cities. <laughs> some cities are doing great, some not so good. All but one. All but one. Get those tickets. We want to We want to see you out there. It's a great freaking time. And also, you cop some merch, gang. Shout out to the Roto gang. There you go. Look at you. I'm on fucking laundry day. Needs to come soon. <laughs> Kippy Popeil over there. <laughs> Set it and forget it. <laughs> And how about a nice quick shout-out to our producer extraordinaire, the old magic man over mm-hmm. there. Very funny stand-up comedian from the backwoods of North Carolina by way of Chicago, Illinois. Give it up for the old magic man, T-Bone McScruffins. Toby McGowan, everybody, our good pal. What up, boys? What What's up, up kid? I can't wait for hoodie weather, dude. Oh, it's right around the corner. Creeping in, baby. I think it's here. Uh, well, it's peaking. It's creeping. It's mm-hmm. day, it's day to day. Sure, yeah. it's day to day. It sneaks up on. Oh, you. nothing worse than than you get like four days of like cold, crisp fall, and then you walk outside. It's eighty degrees again. Yeah, you know, that's <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, you got a jacket on, sweating your dick off. Uh, chili on the slow cooker. Uh, <laughs> Fucking jamming me up. Already salted the driveway. Let's go. <laughs> Um, were you uh, were you a shorts or pants guy first day of school? Back to school. Shorts. Yeah. Shorts. First day of school. Never. Really. Shorts. Really. You think my legs are bad now? Really. As a kid. So you never wore shorts to school? Never. I thought you would be one of those shorts all winter kind of guys. No, Parents. I wasn't fat in high school. I was fucking trim. Elementary I was a buck school. Seventy-one. Huh? You never, you've never worn a pair of shorts to school. Maybe once. when I was at like, like, what well, once? <laughs> that pair of boy shorts, I remember. <laughs> Hi, Papi. <laughs> Said you look, you got to grab now. 
no. Once uh, female, once girls came into the picture, you know, hiding those knobby knees. So hiding everything. Okay. Yeah. What well, was that? 2013? 2014? <laughs> 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 yeah. Seventh, eighth, ninth. No, never, never. Not seventh. Her. This was more. I'm talking fourth, fifth, sixth. It was always like, are you going to wear jeans? Or are you going to do shorts still? Now Patty was running the show then. I wasn't allowed to pick what I wore. She still does, if we're being honest. <laughs> she stinks. Lays out your clothes for you. I wish she would. Um, no, we that was that was the big thing. That's how I didn't get into acting as a child, because I had an audition for a Sears commercial, and she wanted me to wear like a pair. You gotta wear a nice pair of chinos and a button-up shirt. And I wanted to wear this like velour. Uh, burgundy Adidas sweatsuit. Who, I, thought I, I thought I'd wow. <laughs> I thought I'd wow them, and she, I, I wouldn't change. And she's like, "Then I'm not taking you." Could have had a career on my hands there, a child actor. That's something that you wear when you're producing adult videos. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think I was going? <laughs> hey guys, I'm also in the biz. <laughs> I do on screen and all behind the camera work if you need anything. Yeah, but nah, yeah, Patty called the shots then. Okay. Um, well, I mean, I would, when I up until fourth grade, I was at Catholic school and it was all you know, you had to dress up. I don't want really to grab it. <laughs> try to try to hide as much as you blend in with the crowd. Wearing a ghillie suit, Are you kidding me? And <laughs> <laughs> chewing on garlic. <laughs> Trying to keep him away from my sweet bottom. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, no, never, 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 never shorts. You were That's... a shorts guy? Actually, you know what? I take that back. What am I talking about? I don't know. Lacrosse shorts with the boxers hanging out below them, probably in ninth grade. The short, the bo- that was in for, I don't remember that. that. Was I mean, huge. That was huge. Maybe, maybe. The boxers had to hang out below the lacrosse shorts. They had to come down further than the lacrosse shorts. That's the way everybody rocked them. That's a horrible look. That's why my nuts are down at my ankles, too. It's like more fucking boxer shorts in the high school. Did either of you ever rock the double T-shirt? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I would still do it now if it was socially acceptable. <laughs> For sure. I drape myself in double T-shirts. For sure. Yeah, you're nuts. The long sleeve tee. The- no, no, no. Double short sleeve. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I'm saying long sleeve tee with the short sleeve tee over top. For sure. The thermal, that was big. The thermal, the thermal oh, was big. The man. white thermal. Um, was there nothing better than that? I had one that I stole from Phil X. Shout out to Phil X. Man, this thing. I don't know. His parents must have been making them or something. This thing was sweet. It had had Irish car bomb stains all over it, though. That's awesome. It was great, though. Uh, but double T-shirt for a long time. Yeah. But only Especially certain- for a fat kid. Oh, yeah. You get that extra layer of titty meat. It's like wearing a Superman suit. Yeah. Uh... It depended upon the collars. The collars really had to match up. If you had a bunk collar under, it was bad. If you had one on top, it was bad. So not all shirts matched up. They but. had to match up in the way we at the at the time in the in the in the early nineties was a tighter one underneath and a looser one around it, and you looked real cool, real grunge. Yeah, real. It was all yeah. about the grunge back then. Um, Here there we- was some that I remember. I would always try to do it. Uh, I would have like two of the same. For some reason, two of the same T-shirt never worked because no. they were identical. So it would always just like lump up. Like it never in my head it should fit perfectly. <laughs> I remember, but it was a fraction of a fraction of a millimeter off. Yeah, and you're all, dude, you're like pulling it up. It's stuff. It's scrunched up. I remember when I realized that undershirts were different than T-shirts. I don't know what you mean. When I put that like a Hanes T-shirt. Oh, sure. 
Yeah, they, they, I could never understand why do why am I why do I look like an idiot? Mm-hmm. Why are my tits hanging out? <laughs> and it was because it's that thin undershirt. Material. Sure, it's not yet. Yeah, 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 no, that that stuff for sure. Yeah. Uh, there's some pictures of me as a relative adult of drinking and voting age. Triple T-shirts. <laughs> With my, I think I was wearing like a, I would wear like polo or like shirts, like an under, like a double T and or like a T-shirt and like a golf shirt, like a polo shirt or whatever. And the undershirt was too long and it was hanging out, <laughs> dude, like a, a two inch white thing. You, cause you, you put it on, you like tuck it up. You're like, oh, I'll be good. Then you get out in the world. You start moving around. Start operating. <laughs> oh, it's bad news, dude. It's a lot different in the simulator. <laughs> it looks like I got dressed in the lost and found. Get out there on the streets. It was bad. Yeah. Looks like you borrowed someone's clothes. But in high school, I tried to go cool jeans, nice boots, and like a double T or something like that. Do that. You know, title guy, I don't care. Yeah. Sorry, Rock. That, we were jeans. There was definitely some G-Unit t-shirts that I got at TJ Maxx. Man, I remember finding a cache of G-Unit t-shirts at a TJ Maxx on Street Road. Dude, you couldn't tell me nothing. It was like, dude. Oh, it was, dude. Catch a lineup in the XL section. It was like finding the fucking Holy Grail, dude. That thing was glowing. I used to hate going around that thing. It would be like small, large, and like you're on like the left corner going around the rack. I got to be honest with wall. you. It took me. <laughs> too fat, too fat, too fat. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a long time to realize they were different quality stores. What do you mean? I didn't know TJ Maxx. We were a TJ Maxx family. I didn't realize that was shittier quality and or defected or. What are you, an idiot? Uh, it was That's never. That's why we were going there. No, we're going to TJ Maxx. It was never. Positioned Marshalls. like that in my head, it was just run to TJ Maxx and grab a, you know what? It was more of like a, well, I'd run and get a pair of khakis because I was had a christening and I was too fat for the other ones, you know, or something. And but I took Getting me dress clothes there, man. Oh, every every dude, I dude, I remember it was my sisters. Oh, this is so. That bad. place should have been called Blisters. <laughs> you picked up a pair of dressies. Oh my god, <laughs> we got the sharpest shoes in the biz. Dude. <laughs> Like a Vietnamese booby trap, just slicing your Achilles it's open. It's like all the all the nails Holy are facing shit. in, so you go and you can't get out. Holy shit! <laughs> uh, my sister's uh, uh, rehearsal dinner. Rehearsal, like I was in the wedding, so it was like a re- rehearsal. Yeah, rehearsal had a, you know, it was like khakis and a shirt. Love a good rehearsal dinner. They were fun. Yeah, just a family. Low low stakes, just fun. Real quick it. run through. Yeah, ten nice minutes in dinner. Okay. Um, and I had nothing. I had nothing to wear. Right. This is prime, fluctuating between like fat and fatter, <laughs> and no idea of how to dress. Like no, I like I didn't own a. I was just wearing clothes that ended up in the house. You know what I mean? What? Yeah, yeah. yeah like yes, I do. I don't know whose pants these are, but they've been fitting. <laughs> you know that type. They were might have been my brothers or my brother's friends or my dad. Like uh-huh. they're just there's a pair of khakis that been in the bottom this bottom drawer for four years. Let me see if they fit. And I went to get khakis, dude, and I just like and then try nothing on. And I grabbed this pair of khakis and ran home. And now everybody's there. All she's early twenties, so like all her friends, cousins, it's like, you know, forty people or whatever. Is that when she got married? Early twenties? I think so. Nice. Yeah. Uh mid twenty yeah, something like that. Um and I go now everyone's up there. And everyone's at my mom's house. 
I run in with a bag from TJ Maxx. They're all there. Just that's that is my life. I'm such a fucking smell like heaters. Oh yeah, and Mickey D's. Oh yeah, I know your fat ass stopped up and grabbed the McDouble real quick. Nope, it was Arby's. It was in the same parking lot. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to the Street Road, dude. That's when you know you're real trash. You're buying a pair of pants you don't think can fit, but you still got room in the budget and in your brain for a fucking Hardee's. Yeah, yeah, the curly fries keep you coming back. Uh, you know, Arby's sucks, dude. You, that was the height of my life in that moment. I'd be I was buying. To try pa- it now. I was. I was guessing on pants for a party that had started. You dude. trying them on? <laughs> no, that's the story. Then I get home. You just ask the guy to drive through. Think these fit? <laughs> right, give me two. <laughs> they look like a little snug. All right, yeah. throw me a banana shake. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Wash this down. Um, party's happening. I run in, go upstairs. Is the party at your house? The pre-party. Well, I think we're all meeting there and we're all driving over. <laughs> the party's in his pants if they can fit. <laughs> they were so Man, Your family are booze bags. <laughs> Who pre-games before a rehearsal dinner? No, I don't mean pre-game. I mean, they are booze bags. I'm not taking that away from them. They've earned it, myself included. <laughs> No, I don't think anybody was drinking. Put the ice luge away, will you? <laughs> <laughs> Got to meet the priest in 20 minutes. I wasn't. Uh, no, I think there was people from out of town who were like, let's just meet here, then we'll all go to the church or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, we weren't drinking. We were having beers. There is, that is different. I had a beer versus I was drinking. I may have a problem. <laughs> a few beers, what of it? No, um... Man, I, I now do talk about being behind enemy lines. I'm in my childhood bedroom, putting I put my shirt on. The shirt fits. I go to put those pants on. And you know when you pull them out of the bed, like you like I'm like this ain't this ain't gonna work, dude. They must have been like forty. Those TJ Maxx bags were unforgiving too. Uh, I don't know what they were made of, uh, but they uh, were something weird. Yeah, just had a bad omen. To uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, the handle would get all stretched out and uh, stuff. You're like, what the? F-? Even the bag stunk. <laughs> yeah, might as well wear this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe you can fit your fat head through this handle. <laughs> Man, and I had to walk down. These, I was swimming in these things. Oh, they were too big. Oh, man, and everybody. Ah! <laughs> I look like fucking Tracy McGrady, dude. It was bad. T-Mac? Yeah. It looked so, and I remember being like. What did you do last night? <laughs> <laughs> I remember sitting there going, I got to get my fucking act together. Like, and I've nev- that's why like, I'm a big, I'm always so concerned with how I dress now for events. Sure. Because I never landed it. Ever, ever, ever. I never still never have. I've never. No, once. when we did uh, Casey and Robbie's wedding, you looked fantastic. You went out and got that new suit, that blue suit. Yeah, that looks fantastic, dude. You put that on now. Go get that fucking hemmed up. You think? Like a million bucks. Was I fatter then? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I used to say it like that. <laughs> oh baby. <laughs> I mean, if you weren't twelve, yeah. Um, the answer's gonna be yeah. No, you look fucking great in that. Yeah. Go get that taken in. Hmm. Start wearing that around. Look like a million bucks, dude. You look great. Mock turtleneck under that thing, a little yeah. gold. Woo! That's look like the rocks manager uh-huh. cutting deals. Uh, one thing I'll give Patty, and I know you know she babied me, but into my thirties, I was a bozo. She, if there was something like that, it was in her best interest to make sure that I was covered on that stuff. Even into your thirties. So if I if it was something family, That's bad. if it was something family related, 
okay? I got a couple Uncle Mike suits. I made sure they were dry cleaned. All That's right. a little different. I got you a belt. There are shoes here of your father's that you can wear. She made sure. Because I'm an extension, you know, I'm working for the company at that point. Is that how you view it? That's how if she view No, that's how she views it. If you don't mind that viewpoint. No, I enjoyed it. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I think that's why you're so... Uh, and a couple of ones for the bar. Why she's giving you fucking pocket money? <laughs> Man, talk about it. And Patty, cut the cord. What are you she, doing? She, hey, she's been well rewarded. I'll say that. She's taken care of now. She don't pay for gems one. Uncle Hank. Yeah, finally, her finally at 47, you started fucking paying her back. Yeah, long-term investment. <laughs> it's paying off. But I think. She's got ice stripping on her. She does okay that broad. What, like 900 grand for three lunches 40 years later? Yeah. <laughs> That's the one, 900. There's TJ Maxx and Marshalls. Secondhand suits. Still, popsicles alone. Sure. Probably fucking sucked Ooh. her dry. Um, she gets those outshine. Man, ones. I didn't know that was the case. That makes so much sense, I think. Well, she the thing with us was she it, it was yeah, it, try to talk yourself out of this one easily <laughs> behind. No, no it's not going to work behind closed doors. It was behind closed doors was one thing, but we kept it in the family. So she wanted to make sure everybody looked presentable when they were out. You're pushing 40. You should be able. I, to, I said close to thirty. You said into your thirties is the is the nomenclature you used. Okay, okay. Like fucking stenographer over here. This guy, everything I fucking no, say. No, 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 no. This this goes in deeper. You say stuff, I respond. It's a euphemism. Uh, no, that's not even a thing. Hyperbole. <laughs> you <laughs> just you just said stenographer, which is a guy who makes maps, and then you said no, 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 you stenographer, said idiot. No, you're wrong, man. We are three idiots. <laughs> oh, it's a cartographer. Fuck. <laughs> Somebody get me my big pants. <laughs> I'll be I'll be the I'll be the I'll be the guy here. <laughs> cartographer. Cartographer. Stenographer is the guy in court. Top topography. Topography. Yes. I think it's the heights, though. I thought it was a store in the mall. That's anthropology. Oh. I don't know what they sell. The bird goes in there, and I go, any place that smells like incense or candle too much, I'm out. can't, man. Catch me at the fucking Fridays in the corner. I can't. And, like, I want to have, okay, I don't want to have an opinion, but when you get called into the store, what do you think? It's, It's nice. I don't know. Get it. I know. It's Shut tough. up! It's a hacky thing. I get it, but I have it too. It's you're just like I don't know. What do you want me to say? I'll just, fuck you. I'll fuck you. It's cute. Yeah. Yeah. Get I got. It. No, I got no. Yeah. I feel like sometimes they want to get your opinion just to have just to shoot it down. No, but it's this. You know. <laughs> no. Sure. You get what I'm saying? I <laughs> know. I mean, I think that's what you think goes on in your head. Sure. Oh, I'm crazy. Yeah. I'd lean that. I'd lean that. I don't think anybody's ever asked my opinion just to say no. I feel like that's what everybody does. Oh, this explains, they wanna, they this, wanna, ex- this, this explains our work life so well. They say, what do you think of this so they can prove their point? Does that make sense? No? No, but this now makes so a lot much, of other stuff yeah. make a lot of sense. Yeah. Really? You're talking to the guy who you've done that the most to probably <laughs> yeah. in the past three years. <laughs> like if you said, hey, I'm going to wear my hair this way, what do you think? No, I think you should shorten it up. No, but I like it like this. I think a lot of people do do that. Oh, okay. okay maybe. They want to strengthen their opinion. Sh- all right. They want to flex their opinion on you. And no matter what that you was, say. I guess we interpreted that differently. Yes. Okay. I see what you're yeah. saying. Who's crazy now? 
Yeah, we were thinking more about like uh, like, like video stuff where I'm like, because I value your opinion highly on on that stuff. Sure, as you should. Well, now I don't. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a cocksucker. Oh my god! It's all head games. <laughs> Just when you think you're out, it takes you right back to Foleyville. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. And you should because I'm smarter and better looking than you. Next. <laughs> Kim, let's talk about Sheath. Shout out to Shizith, baby. Ooh, podcast OG, that Sheath underwear. Mm-hmm. Absolutely fantastic. Best underwear you could buy. I love them. Developed by a military veteran mm-hmm. for hot days over there in Iraq. Robert Patton. Yeah, keeping your nuts separated from your wiener so everybody stays cool, crisp, and you keep the head on straight. Especially when you got the when you, when you got the nickel out. You I know, know what I mean? <laughs> can't be fun. Can't have your ball bag all t- twisted up. Gang, here's how it works. You got there's one pouch for your dick, one pouch for your ball, so everything isn't mashed together like yesterday's tuna fish. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Created by U.S. Sergeant Robert Patton, Sheath was made to be to withstand the heat of the Iraqi desert so you know it'll keep you cool. Yeah, when you're sitting in your Corolla, not <laughs> fighting for this gosh darn country, you know what I mean? Same thing. Uh, they were there. I mean, I've said this a bajillion times. Shout out to the Sheath. They were one of, I think, the first when we went out on the first advertiser. Yeah. They came and uh, supported the show, so support them. I love the underwear. It's fantastic. I got everybody in my family wearing them. I'm a big salesman of the undies. I, they, they sell themselves. Uh, my dick looks great and feels amazing, so I'm told, and yours will too. Stock up on Sheath Underwear and give your crown jewels some airflow, so go to sheathunderwear.com, use the code GARBAGE to get 20% off your first order, plus Sheath's Underwear, 100% money-back guarantee. That's there you go. Sheathunderwear.com, promo code GARBAGE, get Sheath Underwear, support the show, support your balls, do it. Kip, let's talk about FitBod. Shout out to FitBod. Gang, sticking to the same old, old workout routine is going to lead to a plateau. Shake it up with FitBod. FitBod. The FitBod app. It's like having a personal trainer in your pocket. It creates custom workouts based on your goals, your experience, and your available equipment. Mm-hmm. No matter where you are or what equipment you have, FitBod will create a custom workout that'll get your best body possible. Yeah. Uh, we're doing we're in the middle of fat court right now. We're trying to stay Fit active. <laughs> I went over to my phone and downloaded FitBod. Activate and it, it. And it gives you everything you need to know. Easy peasy. It tells you how to do it. Well-balanced workout plan just they make for it you. easy on you. Tracks muscle fatigue, recovery with over 1,000 demo videos. So you ain't got to guess what you're doing. You can see it being done. Mm-hmm. Learn how to do the movements the right way. You can even track your personal best with FitBod's progress charts, baby. It's never been easier to get the results you've always wanted. Check out FitBod. Get 25% off your subscription at fitbod.me slash garbage. That's fitbod, F-I-T-B-O-D dot M-E slash garbage. Do it, gang. Fitbod. Fitbod, I am Fitbod out. I wanted to ask you this. Not that big of a deal, but I kind of noticed it today. And obviously, I respect the working man. You know what I mean? A lot of construction going on out in the streets. You know what I mean? You know, this time of year, a lot mm-hmm. of construction. And I respect that. What I kind of am over, am over, is I don't mind the construction. I do mind when the construction guys try to play traffic cop. I disagree with this. Listen, that ain't the head guy. That's not the sharp guy on the squad is the guy spinning the slow stop stick. Oh, you don't like that guy? I don't. I just, they should just have a traffic cop there to move that along. They shouldn't have to do it. And they're not really the best at doing it. Half of the time, it's halfway stop or slow. You don't know what the hell you're doing. 
Okay. I don't love it. That, that, I just have a little bit of a beef with that. Okay. And there's a lot of attitude sometimes with they those guys. They are in charge. That. They are the king of traffic at that point. But they're not. Then they shouldn't have but to they be. are. Yeah, they are. They're, tell, they're telling your fat ass to stop. I know. Yeah. It's not, it is frustrating, especially in the city. Yes, obviously. That is very, uh, it is very frustrating. It drives me nuts. Um, Today, especially. It's like, fucking, what are you doing? They should have to do a class or something how to do that. That's always the bozo on the crew. Put Murray on that or something like that. It's never the fucking brain. They, the best guy should be doing that. No. What? What kind of operation are you running? You're never going to win a bid. You got your best guy flipping the sign? You'd be out of business. The unions be all over you. <laughs> Gas lines left and right. Oh, that traffic was moving, though. <laughs> got Gary on the boom crane <laughs> fucking taking out the Empire State Building. Uh, sure. Okay. Um... I yeah it it, it can you have a get, construction background yeah it can get uh, they ever stick you out there on that one uh no but I thought you meant the guy uh who will if they're like the it's not that guy who's in the charge of the flow of traffic it's the guy who they're moving something so he jumps out and goes oh that guy you respect love that guy yeah that, that, that guy's good guy they're backing at the bobcat I'm not a fucking yeah, asshole that guy's a, hey because that. To me, and I get because, hold on. That guy will punch you in the face, too. Because there's an authoritative thing with the guy with the sign. You got to, for whatever reason, it's the flow of traffic. You got to listen to that guy. But he's always the bozo on the crew. That's my problem. Yeah, he's on his boots on the ground. I mean, you can't have the the best guy out there. Maybe not the best guy. Give me the second best guy. Or make the engineer. the bozo on the crew is making the coffee run. That's what he's doing. That guy ain't the bottom of the best. The bozo is, he's in the deli ordering 48 coffees, jamming me up when I'm trying to get a panini. Oh man, I, I used to you'd go in at the fucking deli I, when I worked at the law firm and get breakfast. Man, you get behind a guy who has a big, like a ripped off piece of cardboard. Oh, <laughs> I need thirty two omelet. And you're like, fuck me, just trying it's to get either my coffees or lottery tickets. Just either way, my, you're fucked. Need my bacon, egg, and cheese. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when I worked at the law firm, sounds so much more prestigious than the actual work involved. Before I was asked to leave. <laughs> My secretary job. <laughs> yeah, I used to have a pretty good professional resume. It looked really good on paper. It, it did. did. I could get in. There was a couple of law firms. You always had office jobs. You weren't fucking, you know, waiting tables like me. Mm-hmm. Yo, yo, you wore a shirt and tie to work. No, no tie. They're dirty. Never a tie. A lot of dirty clothes worn to work. Oh. And I was always real fast and loose with the... um. What's the, not the wardrobe, what's the word? The office policy? Dress code? Dress code. There you go. Yeah. I would break, I would you never. Took, you took business casual to its limits. Oh, yeah, it was five o'clock somewhere, baby. <laughs> Take me away to Margaritaville. I look like I was tailgating a Jimmy Buffett concert. Man. Uh, the herald of happy hour. <laughs> well, my thing was, if you never... For the everybody out there, this this was always my my scam at a new job. Everybody dresses to impress right away, right? At the n- new job, new job. Oh my god! Don't do that. Really? You're setting your own bar too high. You're not gonna get. You're not gonna get the job though. No, you drink. You, oh no! I wore a suit to the to the interview. Never see this I again. Still can't believe I got that job, dude. That was which one? 
That one that had on Park Avenue. The last one. Man, I walked in there. That was the nicest building I've ever been in, dude. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? I was working for a pump and dump scam before that. It was just, and I was sitting there. I'm like, there's no way they're giving me this job. And then they're like, we let, and I was like, I, dude. He'll probably get ready to pit everything on me. <laughs> I know. I thought I was going to be the fall guy for a little, for a few. But you're on a private private plane in South America. Uh-huh. That was if comedy didn't work, if I wasn't doing comedy, that was a job you get and keep. Really? For fifty years. No kidding. And yeah. Like you that was Would you have moved up in the ranks? Uh I'm sure. I remember dude, I, I started working there and then four weeks later they gave me a raise. I was like, yo, I no one in my family ever got a raise in four weeks. Let's go. I called my mom, dude. It was a whole thing. Throw out that big pants. I didn't know what <laughs> <laughs> I don't need it no more. <laughs> Say goodbye to TJ Maxx. Um that uh having friends that worked office and then worked, you know, either construction, blue collar, way to table, service industry kind of stuff. Was different. Well, you you were a happy hour guy, right? No. Oh, never. No. Uh uh-uh. uh. You never a happy hour guy. The only time I ever went out drinking with people at work, I was always enthralled with the happy hour scene. No, we had to do kind of meet you to do fucking bar shows. Oh, that's right. I would take a change of clothes to change out of the business casual clothes in work, and then go meet you to do shows. I've never done happy hour once in my life. I've never been to a happy hour. I did. I was. I worked at a bunch of them, and people were, when I worked at uh, the Waterfront Ale House. Uh, on 30, 30th and 2nd, these fucking dental students would come in and the happy hour was only at the bar and they would fucking order shit from the bar and then sit at the tables like fucking dickheads. Ah, uh, jam you up. Fucking told two or three of them fucking because they tried me first. I'm like, nah, they can't. And it wasn't me. It was the fucking rules of the bar. Listen, hands are tied. Yeah, so they would get shit from the bar and sit down. Fucking pricks. Seemed to be over it. <laughs> Fucking lunatic. Venison nachos. I remember the specific Whoa. table. Oh, the food at that place. Venison nachos. Unbelievable. I don't it was know how unbelievable. I like I've never even thought of that Venison chili. Every single thing was homemade there. It was unreal. The guy hit a deer on the way to work. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Buddy, try a chicken or something, will you? Dude, they had chicken fingers that would fucking they melt venison, your eye, They had venison hoofs. It was always on the menu. Knock yeah, socks off. Unbelievable. Um, but to go back to the dress code, never go high. Go in low because they're not going to say something to you the first couple of days. You're new. He doesn't know. It's whatever. You're no one's going to chastise the new guy. So always set the bar low, and then you're just like, oh, yeah, Kevin wears that. To the point where I was khakis, which were not supposed to be. It had to be like slacks or whatever you would call them. Mm -hmm. Suit pants. Dress pants. Dress pants. Love a dress pants. I know, but not when you're every day. Because then I could wear the khakis on stage. Can't go on fucking stage in the dress pants. So that was one less. I did. (laughs) Got suit pants and a Foo Fighters shirt on. (laughs) I would do that. I did that for about three years. I was all Suit pants? Yeah, I wore my Uncle Mike suit pants. Remember those pinstripe ones? No. I, I wore them I all the time. I must have not known you at that time. No, you did. I wore them sneakers, no. and I had, like, T-shirts. I knew the only... Th- no, the only you I knew was you in dirty jeans that you wore waiting... Ta- that looked like you had just waited tables. Oh, yeah. And that Zoo York shirt. Zoo York. I remember it was, like, color. It was, like, yellow. It was black... And it was like blue and yellow, and I feel like it was a zoo. It was yours, I thought. (laughs) No, I think that's when I met you. Okay. I had a couple of your T-shirts. Sure. Yeah, when you lost the weight. Mm -hmm. It was all right. A couple of kippies. Remember we were talking about it 
I was telling a new guy, look about it. Uh, this is a nice little walk down memory lane here. Okay. Uh, went to, remember Yellow Rat Bastard on the Lower East or in Soho or something? We thought that place was Saks Fifth Avenue, dude. Do you remember that? Dude, it was the era of the graphic tee. Man, this place was the size of a Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> and it was filled with graphic tees. Everything made in Bangladesh. Dude, I thought I was fucking Kim Kardashian walking into that mm-hmm. place. You thought I was like, cool. New Get York like 19 stuff. t-shirts for $3. Uh-huh, man. Get you through the week. <laughs> I can it was all right. I thought I was fucking doing it. Switching yeah. out of my business casual clothes to a yellow rat bastard t-shirt. Yeah, it was good stuff. To go bomb for three people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man. Yeah, I got a good deal. It's a regular. <laughs> <laughs> one long sleeve, one short sleeve. It's just a cooler fucking TJ Maxx. That's all it is. I mean, all at right. a glance, you don't even see the misprints. <laughs> Let's do some cues. Uh, yes. Family episode here. Family gosh darn up, gang. Uh, as you know, when you sign up for Patreon, we will answer your questions on the air. We yes, get a we lot will. of submissions, but the homies know they get the first freaking crack at oh, it. Oh, yeah. Um, this one is more of, this is just a statement. This is from Scott. Shout out to you. It's pretty classy to drink mimosas, even if you're not at brunch, right? This is tough to me. Because it is got- a brunch, breakfast, early... More in, there's got to be breakfast food involved, I feel. Mm, I don't know if I agree with that. There was a repositioning of the mimosa and the Bellini. Bellini's within a little different, I feel. Ten years ago, I think. And also, to be honest with you, the, you know, the Prosecco and the Cava, the sparkling wine. That's all significantly different than, to me than the mimosa. Theoretically, it is. Traditionally... You know, you're talking 70s, 80s, 90s, beginning of the 2000s. I'd say up until about 2008, the mimosa and the and the mimosa. All right, we'll leave Bellinis out of it, which is just peach juice. Um, we're tra- we're strictly brunch, but when are people? I don't know when I've never seen them. They've never been all. The only time I see them is at airports. An early dinner. An early really? dinner? No, yeah. I think there's a 3 p.m. cutoff. Yeah. On I'm the telling mimosa. you, that's, I mean, I was, I, was, I was in the shit then. People were ordering mimosas? You would get some, you know, all of a mimosa, you know, for an early dinner. I it was frowned upon, well, but I, they would do it. Yeah, I, I got big into micheladas for a while. That's a little different, yeah. That's different, yeah. Yeah, but that's also, but it's very similar to the Bloody Mary. I feel like it's also a good brunch drink. Yes. Sure. Yeah. In that regard, sure. I mean, that would be weird if somebody ordered a Bloody Mary and fucking dinner. What the fuck's wrong Jesus with you? Christ. That guy's got the DTs. <laughs> I'll, I'll have a nine ounce filet and a uh, Bloody Mary. How's the divorce going, buddy? Eh? Uh, I think you'd be hard. The only problem, not against it, the only problem is like it's such a curveball to order when everybody else is drinking a beer. It's like. It's a wild curveball. It is. It's a, it's a bit of a curveball. I'm not against it. It's something that, you know, like a nice lady would get. Really? Yeah. No, that's trashy. That's trashy. After I, that, if the sun goes listen, down, that's trashy. No, no, a nice lady would just get champagne. champagne. She wouldn't juice it. Sure. Orange juice. That's breakfast. I, I'm telling you from experience who has ordered it from me in the past. Sure. And, and never, never. It's, it's not an iron worker. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying it's not. It's weird. Yeah, it's I, a little weird. It's but trash. what I'm telling you is that convention 
has loosened up a little okay. bit. Okay. Okay. You know? I believe you. But my Tommy gun don't. Um, all right, let's see here. You're not getting bottomless. That time of night. After a couple of mimosas, I'll take my pants off. Uh, no. They don't really, they don't fuck you up in a weird way. Dude, there was this place in. You're going to throw up. There was this place in Harlem that did bottomless, bottomless IPAs when they first dropped. My God. Dude, me and my boy would go and black the fuck out in like minutes. What do you mean? At brunch? Yeah. They had a bottomless, you could do bottomless mimosas, bottomless, you know, something else, and then bottomless IPAs. <laughs> and it was like a German place. It was called uh, Bierstrasse. And they would give you like the 22 at like the fucking heavy bunch. How do you say get out in German? Oh, dude, man. that's insane. We would fucking do. We would go on a run. We'd run every every. I sit- take that in pancakes. Oh man, it was a barbecue. It was like we were doing like schnitzel or like fucking sausages and shit, kielbasa. We were fucked up in there. It was like forty bucks to add bottomless IPAs. Oh my god! <laughs> Talk about fucking calling the cops. Woo wee. Uh, all right, let's see. On the same vein, uh, and the same since we're doing alcoholic beverages, this is what I'm craving. Um, is it garbage to chase shots with milk? What the fuck? Probably works, man. Not Think you, about it. Not if you're a private eye. <laughs> it pre- it's got to be pretty good. It's got to kick the taste. It's thick. It's like a coating. You know what I mean? You need. No, some- I understand the reasoning. The guy who does that also says shit like, I mean, I know she's my cousin, but she's looking pretty good. Like, that's the total creep. I'm all right with that. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I see it, but. Chasing shots with milk. Is milk good for chasing alcohol? Milk, the most mainstream weird chase you can find. Most people will have some kind of milk in the fridge. Yeah, it cleanses your palate of any alcohol. Let me say this. Most bars... Unless it's brunch. You ask a bartender if you have any milk. You're going to get some pushback. Uh, sure. I guess. He, that's definitely a conversation. Starts opening up a bunch of tiny creamers. Yeah, that's definitely a conversation he's going to have at the end of the bar with the server. Go back and see if we have any milk back there. But I have to. And I, it's not going to be cold. I have to push back on this a little bit. You're not getting a chaser at a bar. That's out of house. You can ask for a Coke back or a Pickleback. A Pickleback's different. No, you're paying for it. I've never seen anybody ask for a chaser at a bar. I have all the time. Yeah, let me get a, yeah, what? A chaser? A shot and a side of club soda. Yeah, or we would call in Chicago to be a Coke back or like a. Yeah, the Pickleback. Yeah, I get that. That's the same thing as a mixed drink. No. It's not in there. I, yeah, I've never. Theoretically, would be the same. I've never seen. Or never even had one offered or say, do you want a chaser to that at a bar? They won't no, offer. No, no, no. You ask. Yes. Yeah. I've never seen anyone ask. I'm, da- I'm not saying you're yeah, wrong. Yeah, we would say soda back. Let me, let me get a shot, of, a shot of Jameson soda back. Yeah. I understand that's a th- I don't know. I don't think anybody's doing that. You're doing that at your house. That's even weirder. Than ordering milk in public? Why are you doing shots As a grown-up? You don't have to do shots at the house? What do you mean? We're hanging out. <laughs> what the fuck do you mean shots at the house? The parents are going. <laughs> oh, what is it, high school? No. I'm kidding. I'm that, you, have, so you have some GERD or something like that, some some gastro issues. What? If you're asking for a milk. Uh, wow. You got, you got ulcers but can't let go. Uh, Wow, yeah, no. In my head, this was at your house. I don't think you would ever do that. At- I, I pictured it was at a bar. 
I then then they can raise the thing. I've never asked for a. Ch- I've never seen anybody saying. The people that I see get like I'll do a whiskey and a club soda. That's what they're drinking. They're doing the club as like this is what I'm drinking, and then I do a whack of whiskey to keep me fucking ten and two. Sure, but that's just, not a shot glass though. That's what? usually in a rocks glass or something. Sure, yeah, you get yeah, it yeah. neat. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't think I've which ever... I've thought about switching over to something like that. Yeah, yeah. They just fuck me up. Sure. I just drink them like they're beers, dude. That's my problem. I've tried this. Every, like, two years ago, I'm just going to switch to whiskey. It's, uh, you know, about two, three drinks. Is a whiskey soda a next, thing? Next thing you know, I'm fighting my reflection. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah not, whiskey not soda. Though. Yeah, they're not good. In in one of my darker moments of my life, I was, uh, the only booze we had in the house was a bottle of bitters, and I. Oh. That's not alcohol. Yeah, it has it alcohol in it. Yeah. yeah, but not like that. 35%. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. And <laughs> I and it's got that like it's got that like hot sauce top to make it drip. Yeah. yeah. Pop that right off. Uh, I thought you were just gonna sit there for an hour and a half and make a drink. <laughs> Poured it into this big ass cup, and then I don't know what I was just hammered, and I I mixed it with almond milk. And I get that just in my head though. Downed I it. Could maybe see that. I, it doesn't. That's what I would mix it with. You almost made amaretto. Yeah, that's what I like a Bailey's type vibe. <laughs> no. It didn't taste like that. I'm feeling Kahlua. <laughs> I'm feeling gut rot, dude. Damn. <laughs> I was like, I ate a bar rag. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, amaretto doesn't get a lot of love. It's older. Like, it's got, to me, like, position in my head, it's like, a, you know, it's like what your your great aunt had always. Like, I'm a red, bottle of Amaretto. We always had a hat. We always had a, that for Angelica. We always had that shit at the house. Oh, yeah. Well, you make a Dr. Pepper with uh, Amaretto and something else. Can't remember what it was called. We would always do. We had it for Nutty Irishman. Okay. Um, but it ha- I don't know what the flavoring. It's like cherry, kind of. Bitters? No, Amaretto. No, bitters is That's, like, That's wood. All right, that's what you're <laughs> charcoal wood. You, uh, they give that to people who swallow too many pills. Yeah, uh, like y- you know what's not you know what's not bad is Jameson with a Grand Marnier float. Ooh, okay, not too shabadelic. One, you know what I always hated? It's apricot amaretto. Uh, is it really apricot kernels, bitter almonds, and peach stones? Almond, that's what it is. Almond it has an almond. It has a sweet like almond cookie flavor. Yeah, underrated. Nice amaretto um, on the rocks. Not too shab. Hmm, with um, a cherry in it? You gotta whack somebody after that, though. <laughs> Somebody's draining upstairs in the tub. Don't take the edge off before I get back to work. Um, <laughs> you order that with a shaking, bloody hand. You know what I hated? I don't know. I, I'm sure it hit different people at different times. But, like, those trick shots that were, like, not... The, the one I remember was a cement mixer. And you would send it to somebody. Oh, I was thinking like frisbee into a basketball hoop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, off the roof. <laughs> oh, watch me drive my car through the shed. Hitting a baseball with a golf club. Um, <laughs> it's gonna ruin your shift. Uh, no, it was like cement mixers, where like you mix them, and then by the time you serve, you're like, oh, send my friend two cement mixers over there, and then they like they stiffen up on you. And you can't drink them, or they like they, they almost killed a buddy of mine. They like it's like eating a spoonful of cinnamon. You know what I mean? They cur- it curdles. You you take uh, it, dude. It, I remember my buddy wanted to kill me. I didn't know. You take like Bailey's, like an Irish cream liquor, and you put lime juice in it. Uh, is that oh, what, it is? what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. 
Let me get a shot of cottage cheese. That's crazy. This was at one of the bars. Huge trash suburb thing that I'm sure a lot of people that, you know. A lot of booze talk here. Spend time in the suburbs. But this is more of a, do you remember the, I don't know if we ever talked about the pizza place that would be in a strip mall. Mm-hmm. Would get a little bit of cash or like the sons would take it over. Open a bar? And open a bar next door. It was like connected. Yes. And those bars, like seven of those popped up in like yeah. the surrounding 20 minutes of us. We had one. In and our- they were like, night, not nightclubs, but they were like. Cooler. We have one in our hometown that uh, recently just sold off their uh, liquor license for a chunk of change. But sure. it was a nice bar when you went in there for a while. A couple of regulars. Yeah. Yeah. No, but these were like, they would try to make them too cool. Where like the kids were like, this is going to be like a claw. And it wasn't just like, if they just made it like a bar, it'd be cool. But it was like Friday. You would like go there on a Friday night and it'd be like packed. And you're like, what are we doing? I'm like. That guy's fucking making mozzarella sticks right there. I'd rather be over there with him. Yeah. You're eating garlic knots in a hookah lounge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It had like, yeah. Smelling pizza, though. Jam, you know, jam up the works a little bit. And we would go for fucking uh, tr- Quizzo. Huh. On like Tuesday nights. Look at you. The summers when you're in college. Real Hellraiser. <laughs> I mean, it was like a 200, you won a $250 bar bill or something. We were after that. We <laughs> kids were looking. Had the sights on trying to win that thing. He had two guys in a van with earpieces. <laughs> the thirteenth president was who? Like yeah. an old school. Uh-huh. Uh huh. All right. Let's see here. Um, this is this from Dan Neal? Ten dollars shareholder, so you can continue to blow all your money and keep us entertained. Thanks, buddy. Buddy, you got my oath. Um. Uh. All right. This one's from Tootie's unpaid contractor, longtime uh listener. Since sporting events are cashless now. Is it garbage to offer cash straight to the beer vendors for a lesser price? $11 beer for $7 cash. I have a high success rate of this, by the way. I think you get a lot of, lot of biters on that. And then what? They just pocket the cash? Yeah. That's not bad. They, I, I worked at the U.S. Open one year all the way up at the top in a concession. I was told that I was going to be bartending like that. <laughs> Dude, he does. He be cocktail. I got a fucking, bunch of hot broads. And- I got rope doped into this fucking nightmare situation. I thought I was gonna be down on the floor at like the Heineken bar, mm-hmm. fucking living life. Andre Agassi there popping you- beers for fucking John McEnroe. Yeah, and I was up at the tippy top of fucking Arthur Ashe Stadium with fucking degenerates, fucking working like proper concessions. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you this, man, their procedures. And this was 20 years ago. It's like super max. The cameras are on you. Mm-hmm. Only this one has access, a key to the register. Drop boxes coming by every 10 minutes, pulling the money, checking it, checking inventory. It's mm-hmm. real tight. No, I'm sure. And if you can get away with that, I'm all about oh, it. Oh, yeah. Hey, again, that's, you know, you're taking out the big man. You're, you're, you're waiting. You're Here's beat. 20. Give me two. I get that. I'm a big fan of that. Cash. But I guess it would have to be drafts, but a lot of places do, do like, stadiums do drafts. I don't think it would have to be drafts. Almost exclusively. No. No, it's all about cans. It's now. all about the aluminum can bottles yeah. and stuff. Hey, I've been out the game about five <laughs> years. <laughs> this guy's guy doing milk packs over here. Yeah. <laughs> Take it easy, cement mixer. Uh, Yeah, it's all cans now. Barry Bitters over there. <laughs> you know that they have that shit locked down because there's some guy who goes, I used to work the concessions at the bleachers down there at Wrigley Field. Sure. Made two Gs oh, every sure. shift. Oh, sure. They used to. Yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. Basically in business for yourself. 
yeah, one for you, two for me type mm-hmm. thing. I remember there's got to be because I remember I was trying to buy an iced coffee. That's what they sell on the beach now down the shore. Like there's like iced coffee vendors like the fudgy wudgy man. I know it. Uh, and my wife wanted uh, like I, maybe I got an iced coffee and she just wanted like a cup of ice because she had like a water or something. And she's like, oh, can I have a oh, cup of ice? And he he's like, cups. he's like, no, my boss counts cups. So if the iced coffee guy has the teen, the high teenager mm-hmm. on lock, I gotta, I would assume, sure, the fucking stadiums guy. But That's I respect where they make the their move. Money. Hey, I respect the move, buddy. Shave the points when you can. Sure, uh, nothing wrong with a cash price. Big cash price. Nothing guy. wrong with it. I'm talking to a contractor now. Talking cash pricing. They're all about that. Yeah, cash is king. They're all about that. Offer. What if I pay cash? Offer them ten percent. Really? Of the total price. He, he left. <laughs> <laughs> he did not play 25000 I'll would give it, you 1500 now. <laughs> what would it be? Yeah. You, you got to figure, because you're really just, not that I would ever do this, but you're really just cutting the tax out. Yeah. So, like, I would a say, 10% discount? Yeah, 10 15%. You take 10 15% off, I'll do cash. But they're probably, all right, but I got to do it on the weekend. That's Why? almost side work. Anybody looking over your shoulder? Where the fuck were you all day? <laughs> yeah, I'd do it on the weekend. Um, and I think the time it's going to take to do the job is going to be a little bit longer. We got to stretch that out. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta talk to him about it. A little bit of wiggle room. You know what I mean? Is it would a check count as cash? Yeah, that would not really. So you got to get. You got to go get that. What? You got to get that. Yeah. Wow. I think, right? A check because he's got to deposit a check. Then there's the, the whole idea is so the money doesn't go into the banking system. Mm. Not that I would ever do that. I'm just of saying course. in general, that's how these scoundrels operate. You're speaking in hyperbole. Here. Uh-huh. It's a comedy program. Yeah. So Topographically. <laughs> cartographically. Uh, yeah. So I think he would then you keep the cash. Yeah. I gotta tell you how the world works. You just asked if a Dummy? check. You just asked if a check worked. You did just ask if a check was cash. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> your your mom did dress you last week, so made the cash. Make it out the cash. Yeah, but that's still you got to take it to the bank. You don't want the bank involved. Uh-huh. When do you have a check written out the cash? I'm not you sure. Just cash it, right? Do you have to do that? You can't write a check to cash and give to someone else. No. Yes, you can. Just make it out to cash. And then pay to the order of... I don't know if they do this anymore. But like you'd be able to, you'd be able to go to their bank. I mean, I'm sure that's how fucking banks got ripped off. No, it's so that it can be cash or deposited by anyone. So instead of, I'm giving... Because we, we would write, like, I'm giving this to, you know, Kevin Ryan, whatever. Only he can deposit it. But if it's made out to cash, that's anybody. That can't fly anymore. There's no fucking way. That seems like the Wild West. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, what? So everybody's just on the honor system? <laughs> That doesn't, nobody, who would do that? Only a pharaoh table would take that. A what? In Tombstone. Uh-huh. It's an old card game. Um, I saw Tombstone the other day. <laughs> Just start watching Look it. Look over, you're going to fucking add on. Um, that doesn't, nobody can be doing that anymore. I would imagine, yeah. Well, who would risk that? Then what if the check gets lost? Uh, so, uh... Right? Am I nuts? Yeah, yeah, this is no say, this is saying you can do it as a way to withdraw money if you forgot your bank card, or yes, your ATM card. Yeah, that that makes sense. Here's a check from Henry Foley. 
I'm Henry Foley. Here's my license. I'm making it out to cash. Give me a grand. Or that if, was before, yeah, before ATM. Or if you don't know the person's name. Why are you giving a guy cash if you don't know his, you got giving a check, you don't know his name? Some guy's working on your house. You're going. You're not gonna, asking his name? No. It's for hookers. What are you talking about? <laughs> Maybe you forget. You, you, everyone has been in a situation where they where you're around someone for too long to ask their name again. You so you're just going to risk a check? No. You couldn't write him a check. What? Toby. Why? You don't know his Can you spell his last name? You mean the guy who I booked 500 plane tickets ah, for? Oh, shit. That's right. <laughs> and got him umpteen hotel rooms? You don't know his middle name. I send him money every week. You know his middle name? Uh, exactly. Yeah. Make it at the gate. I do. And also, it doesn't go to his middle name. Who, who the fuck writes your middle name on a check? I don't like to be formal. <laughs> Make it at the gate. That's nuts to me. Make it at the gate. I've been writing a lot of checks recently. Have you? I feel pretty good about it. Are you breaking any necks? <laughs> Tough guy? Cashing checks and breaking necks. It's like a basketball team over things are bouncing all over oh, the place. Oh, man. <laughs> Fucking Frank Abagnale Jr. Oh, over dude. The, Changed the routing number. The, the fear. The what? The routing number. The fear in me of writing a check. You're nuts. I've only successfully, personally, out of my bank account, have probably successfully written... You got to keep $9 million in there just to make sure you can sleep at night. I've probably su- covered. successfully written six checks in my whole life, and I probably attempted to write, written, wrote like 12. Mm-hmm. I bounced probably six checks. Yeah. I, I haven't written in a long time. I haven't done I bounced that. a couple in North Carolina at the grocery store. Ooh. Oh, I was bad shape. I make this out the case. Financially <laughs> and personally. <laughs> Emotionally Sir, as well. that's a receipt. Imagine bouncing a check for Uncrustables. Yeah. Uh, I was. Were back- you at least going for a big load? Like a no. big payday? No. Or I just get a Snickers bar. I think <laughs> <laughs> like do, do you take personal checks here? Uh, it was. I was living on um, bagged lettuce that had like cabbage and carrots in it. You know what I'm talking about? That. Wait, uh, say that again? Bagged lettuce. Like Shred- a like pre-made a sa- salad. Salad yeah. mix. Man, they were big. Are they still big? Uh, they look a little dingy when I see them now. They do. They a lot used, of moisture in them they bags. They used to be popping. Yeah, I remember my, dude, my mom. But this wasn't the one with the dressing and shit in it. It was just bag just salad. Bags, yeah. And I would do that with uh, balsamic, like Italian vinaigrette in the in the shaker. And I would crumble up uh, saltines in there. Pretty good. If you were starving, it was all right. It was North Carolina. It's like depression croutons. Dude. Sure. Sure. I remember, one, remember when I lost my job. Uh, it's on drugs. What are you? <laughs> put your eyes back in your head, dickhead. <laughs> Everything tastes good on Percocet. Yeah, I was high. <laughs> Fucked up. It's a bad spot, dude. I turned out to be a movie star, and I was fucking planting palm trees in the sand. Sounds like a bad country song. <laughs> palm trees in the sand. Went Where down, else are they going to go? You know, I mean, we've talked about it, but that power move to be an actor, you moved to North Kakalaka. <laughs> I mean, um, I remember uh, I stopped working for my family. No money. I think I had like 80 bucks, right? And I went to the f- grocery store, Acme. Shout out to the Acme down there in Passion. Was it on Passion Avenue? I think it was I in uh, South Philadelphia. What? Oh, I know. Right around the corner from the Titan Street. This is why I was living at Titan Street. Ooh. You hadn't moved in yet. No, but I know that Acme. Soon, yeah. It was like right around the corner. Yeah. 
And man, they had like hot dogs, ten for ten. Remember, Acme used to do the ten for ten. You like ten packages for they were a dollar a piece, dude. I spent, I I bought like forty two packages of hot dogs because I was like, this is my. I gotta hunker down. I don't know when my next check's coming in. I gotta really get some food for the next couple of weeks. And God sent you me. I remember you lent me twenty bucks. I mean, I really fucking and you didn't have it, dude. Um. I remember one of the best deals of the grocery store ever, which I don't know if you guys are yogurt people, but when they would do the yogurts for a dollar. I hate, dude. I used to work at Acme, and you fucking dirtbags would come through and buy them by the carton, <laughs> buying 78. Is there a limit on the 10 for 10 yogurts? Ooh, hey, toots, it ain't working. Wee. You're 400 pounds. <laughs> Man, Patty Foley thought she hit the fountain of youth with mm-hmm. those puppies. Man. We used to go with, man. There was something about a middle-aged woman who drank the Kool-Aid on what a yogurt could do for you. They were the they were the first real, like, man, this product's really going to change. It's good. It's probiotic. They were the first one pushing probiotics. Activa. Jamie, Jamie Lee Curtis, that lion. Hey, hold your tongue. It's short. I love her, but I'm just saying. She had everybody brainwashed. This is, I'm talking Dan and fruit on the bottom. Fucking eat that shitty yogurt just to get to the fucking blueberries on the bottom, dude. And fucking catch out yeah. hard. And with can- candy cherries at the bottom. <laughs> it's like jelly. Did you ever, you ever get jammed up, no milk for cereal, and go yogurt and cereal? It's great. It's all right. Not bad. But no, no, I don't supposed, like yogurt. What you're supposed to do as a gentleman is put the yogurt on the bottom and the cereal on top. You're not slapping it on like it's sour cream. Ah, no, like, you're, like you're spackling. <laughs> Throwing mud. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, all right, let's see here. Let's do one or two more. Um, hmm. This one's from Jack. Is it garbage if more than one person in your family still drives a Saturn? Yes. Yes, it is. More than one's tough. One I'll give you because depending on – there's always somebody in a flex period that's not doing the best. And not to say they're not going to rise out of that, but they're in a used car. It's the Saturn. It's the whatever. They're Some of them have lasted. So, uh, for sure. I'm not saying it's a bad car. Maybe it's a 16-year-old driving it. Maybe it's a 72-year-old. Maybe it's a guy, an uncle down on his luck. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I get that. But multiple people in your family still driving Wild. Saturns. That's fucking nuts. I wonder what it would have took for one of my parents to buy a Saturn. We were all always Never. 100% American cars. We weren't. Oof. That's nuts. Nissan, baby. Yeah, never. Turned quick. Was Saturn one of the... They had the, like, like automatic seatbelt? Yes. Oh, my friend Liam had that thing. It's like a fucking... No. Like Joe Pesci sitting in the back seat, <laughs> fucking taking you. Fucking wrap you up. I was always a fat kid, too. I was afraid he was going to fucking... There wasn't a other belt, either. No. It was just I... the one. Yeah, it was just the shoulder. Fucking crack your spine in half. <laughs> You'd slip out of that thing like a nighty. And nine times out of ten, it, it would never retract. So it was just wild loose. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hate it. It made no sense to me. Yeah, dude, they sucked. They, dude, those cars would have a power seatbelt with roll-down windows. Get your fucking head out of your ass. We need the fuck. When was the last car you had that had rolled down windows? Like the the manual, Johns. Crankers. A couple uh, of crankers. A Honda Accord hatchback. What year were you whipping that around? This is 96, 97. Wow. Yeah, I didn't have a car from 99 
I didn't have a car. <laughs> I mean, it told like. <laughs> Hold on. I didn't have a car in for damn near 20 years. From 1999 until 2019, I didn't have a car. And that car was my was my parents. Was I, my I parents. would argue till the new Jeep is your car. I paid for the old Jeep, but the lease was under my mother's name. So it was whose car? What do you mean? What? That was your mother's car. I paid for it, though. Okay. But I paid for it. Okay. But her, you know, it was in her name. It was her car. Sure. Okay. That's all I wanted to... If I'd you're 17 the... and you're making the payments it's in your mom's name, then that could be like, yeah, that's your car. At 45, if it's in your mom's name, that's her car. All right. <laughs> do you see what I'm saying? She paid for the insurance. <laughs> and the easy pass. Oh, yeah. And half the gas. <laughs> she, she borrowed it. <laughs> Also made her do oil change every other time. That's funny, man. Yeah, she also won it at a mall by not taking her hand <laughs> off. <laughs> Goddamn trooper, that lady. Have Patty Foley do anything for her kids, I'll tell you that. As long as I get smoking here, you're all screwed. <laughs> just a pile of heaters next to her leg. I'll smoke you out. Like, like Denzel in Training Day when they were digging that kitchen up. Uh. <laughs> oh man, I stink. <laughs> oh god, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> Use her in for a long weekend. Blow <laughs> it smoke right in their face, dude. <laughs> Carton of smokes and a neck pillow. <laughs> His broads in it to win it. Oh, does my smoke bother you? <laughs> Ah, oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! I drove my the I drove a car up until two thousand ten, nine or ten that had rolled that, that had rolled down windows. I know you didn't. Sorry, <laughs> fucking still it sounded like old timey radio. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was trying to I was trying to harness my windows. <laughs> my boys on the front lines, <laughs> find the job. Rolling the windows. Yeah, remember, buy American. I, uh, I was in college, two thousand eight or nine, ten. Still I had the rolled down them. windows. I don't mind them. If they came back for it's whatever a, reason, it's, yeah, but now would be I'd a be choice. Cool it's a tough look at that time. Sure, I don't think I had a real rough CD player in there. And let me tell you something: sometimes that knob came off. Oh yeah, the and, passenger one was off, and you were working with that little metal screw. little metal piece, mm -hmm. and that that hurt your fingers in the winter. Yeah. Also, it was tough to roll up the ones in the back. You had to fucking no. <laughs> <laughs> work the traps, baby. <laughs> Reaching back there. I would have to do it, dude. So Start raining on you on the dirt bike. <laughs> You're all over the road at that point. Uh, all right, we got to wrap it up, gang. Gang, I'm going to tell you this, tell you all the time. Mm -hmm. Speak for all three of us here on the program. Sure. We love you to death. Yep. And we're going to see you next week. Peace. Peace.